This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I'm Josette. I'm Naomi. And I'm Katie. Uh, You might know us because we are a band called Muna. And this is our podcast, Gayotic. Where we gaily, chaotically talk about us and anything that we want because we're the bosses. (laughs) So welcome to hell. Strap in and get ready for whatever the crap we're going to talk about this episode. So true, bestie. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And then there's a car crash. <laughs> Let's go. You have to kind of accept, like, the United States of America is never going to change. It's been fucked from the beginning. Mm. It's fundamentally fucked up. Mm. We can't necessarily improve it without completely changing it do you know what i mean it's like it's reform versus like we were talking about the other day when we were talking about like um (laughs) (laughs) you were saying i'm are you talking about the audrey lord thing what Uh, was that the 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 tools you can't dismantle the master's house with the master's tools um it was more about it was Mm, a hint <laughs> that would create that would be useful, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about we were talking about indeed be we were useful. talking about change and we we're talking about America and it was like uh, it's too painful. We were talking about oh, I see. Okay, we were talking about climate change. Yeah, we were talking about how um, not wanting to feel the grief of the damage done. Yes, really stands in the way, and it is. And I think we did mention like, because in in school, Naomi, you and I learned about um the history of of Black Americans and and Black people throughout the African diaspora bringing a case to the UN of like genocide. Yeah, um, and saying like, you know, this. Uh, there's been a genocide being perpetrated against us since the beginning of the transatlantic slave trade and we are owed an apology and we're owed reparations and i think to acknowledge it is just really painful but that that had happened or yeah is- i think so there's the so oh my god i'm my whole existence is like remembering something smart that someone I mean, said I, but not I remembering didn't remember exactly. last week yeah, i like, didn't remember what was that 2 days ago it's like <laughs> you remember you're like someone said something really smart about that once and i can't remember who or exactly what it was but i think it's like it, i can't oh my yeah, god we i can't remember genocide um it was a paper well it was by du bois um presented at the UN in Paris in 1951. So, I mean, that's insane. Way, way too early for those white f***s. <laughs> <laughs> still too early, though. I mean, it's like we still can't... It just seems, um, yeah, like you can't own up to it. But I did want to say like that. I feel maybe, maybe still naively more optimistic in the sense of like going back to what your, what, great-grandma... 
yeah, said yeah. about there's yeah. always good white people, but there's never enough of them. Like that is a sticking point in the organizing of white people for black lives that if there's I think it's like some percentage. There's a percentage. It's like thirty per or fifteen percent or something like that. Like yeah. I, I I remember it was I know like what lower than about. I thought. Wait, what like, are you talking about? It's like there's a certain percentage of the white population that needs to get on board, engage in anti racist work in order for the policies to actually start changing. Yeah. But I think that in my life I've experienced things where it's like, okay, it's not happening, it's not happening, it's not happening, and then one day it is, you know. Yeah, but so. I also feel like we live in a panopticon. <laughs> what's what's what? We are like a post-structural change being, like because everything is so convoluted, and, and we it's can't like, do like we're, we're putting full yeah, work over time. We're putting we just like a it. we're putting like a, a cabin on top of a mountain of shit. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> and then just taking a picture of yeah. just a cabin <laughs> yeah. and hashtagging van life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's exactly that. It's like, and then there's like, it's just a, it's like a 20 foot mountain of poop mountain, poop mountain. Actually, I know what the the episode will be called. Poop mountain, poop mountain, poop mountain. Welcome to, welcome to chaotic. I said poop And here we are. The world is not going to get better. Welcome to this week's episode. Um, I actually came in feeling more like more positive. No, I've had a bad time. You've had a bad time this morning. (laughs) No, uh, in general, I don't think. I don't think. I I don't feel that that me feeling a certain way about the state of the world is necessarily an inherently negative outlook. Like I don't. the the pessimism that i feel about the united states of america is not necessarily negative it's just that i think it's kind of inherently evil and bad yeah well it's cuz it's built and on it's capitalism like, well that's just yeah and it's just like we just don't there there's no acknowledgement and that's the thing that we'll never do and that's why we'll always be poo poo mountain but i think we won't do it because we don't want to pay the check well that's Facts. exactly why i mean cuz it's built on capitalism because it's like we've there's just too much money that's the whole thing, even like with GameStop. Taking it back. <laughs> Every week we will be talking about GameStop. And now Josette is going to explain GameStop. Let's, let's actually know what I'm saying. I used to go to GameStop. Okay, but really, Donkey really, Kong yeah, that's all actually Nintendo, about. Wow. Game Boy, DS, Red. Mm. I was actually thinking uh, Game Boy Color. Do you know oh, Game Boy Color? Sick. Game Boy Color was the most advanced technology I could have imagined. It was the one that <laughs> was I'm like. I'm having like a weird memory about a GameStop that. It could be a false memory. Okay. Okay. Were there GameStops that existed where in the GameStop there was like a game, a cube? <laughs> like you could like go on a kind of like a fake roller coaster ride? Uh, I really think that maybe. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> what is it? When you say roller, do you mean like, um, so let's say we're in a great place known as. Um, no. <laughs> No, no, wait, a wait. blank look Stop captivated Josette's visage. You do not do this to me. 
<laughs> What's Dave and Buster's? Okay, we're at Dave and Buster's. I also we need to get back to GameStop too, but we're at Dave and Buster's. We'll talk about Dave and Buster's. <laughs> you know, the roller coaster games. You're talking yeah, about like that. Where it's yeah. stationary. You know what? You that like could that could be a thing. I mean, you lived in. Cube. I feel like in the rich suburbs of Chicago, yeah, like anything yeah. is possible. I think I was in like a huge GameStop once, and there was like a little. You could design the roller coaster and then go in the little cube, and it would flip you around. That's um, pretty tight. Wow. Yeah, I don't know why roller I was in coaster the GameStop, tycoon, though. I didn't but play a game? any like video a, games. Really cool. I really like GameStop, but. Okay, this is what I was thinking is that there are going to be no reparations or no no structural changes to what happened with the stock market with GameStop. I don't because really know if you can say reparations. Not reparations, but okay, yeah, fine. But to there's repair. just going to be yeah, there're going to be no changes made because it is a system that is built on capitalism and mm-hmm. like money. You know what I mean? Like, even though we're all like, this was fucked up, dude. It's not like anyone's like, we have to change. I mean, there are people who are like, we have to change it. But the people who have the most power are the people who who have have the money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they have the money. But also, and and to your point, it's like the the system as it currently is relies on people – not being informed as to how things work. It's like, there is a reason they don't teach people in public schools, in my opinion, how to, and it's not that I necessarily inherently believe that there should be a stock market or anything like that, but there is a reason they don't teach that shit in school. Like, they don't teach you the things that you need to know. I didn't learn. How do you do your taxes? How do you do stocks? They, how to change tires. It's, it's the way that it's structured in terms of like the education system to me is to keep people kind of in line. And if they break out of that and become an exception to the general rule of how things go for people and like become a huge success. And then that's because of their, their merit and that they worked hard and not uh, because of any other reason. It's just yeah. like the, that's it's the, the biggest it's lie. The myth of meritocracy yeah. And it's also just like, the fact that so many people are so dreadfully uninformed and now that we have the internet, it, that's they were able to mobilize and teach people in layman's terms how it's so fucked up what hedge fund people are allowed to do and what billionaires are allowed to do on Wall Street every fucking day. And then when nerds on the internet like organize and do it. And then they get their account on like Robin Hood Frozen. Or mm. It makes sense to me. And what's I think what most people feel right has been exposed is that um our economy w- the rules will change to benefit the people with the most power i mean that the whole this whole past like i mean everything's always been pretend but i feel like the pandemic and like all this bullshit that's been going on it's just like everything is so pretend but we just cannot let go of any of it. Yeah. I think that's what really the last like year and why I feel like everything is – that's why I feel pessimistic. It's just like – because capitalism is pretend. You know what I mean? Like all of these rules yeah. and societal norms are things that we fucking made up. But us as a society – society. Us as a society. Us as a society. That's actually the the song we're working on right now. Us as a society. Um, but we just can't we just can't let go we can't take our you know cold dead fingers even if it's obviously really fucking broken you know what Uh I mean we just can't we can't stop have you guys ever used a dental dam? No, never. I've never had sex but you know what a dental you know what the real (laughs) dental dam is that people should just use 
God? No. God's God. love? <laughs> Your underwear, okay? That's no, a dental dude, dam. juices, juices be juicing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, I see. That's why it's like, well, okay. You know what really? But I don't really know if the juice is. It depends on what, what what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what was really crazy? Okay. I was listening. I, I never thought about like, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I'm, okay. Katie and I made a lot of eye contact today. Yeah. But I was listening. Oh, we. Um, maybe. <laughs> are you? Oh, can you guys see it? Now we're doing it. Yeah. Oh, now we are. I was watching. Kelly and I watch a lot of uh, uh you know, Trixie and Katya's mm-hmm. show on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and Katya said something about it was like about being gay, and Katya was saying about like all the pre cum that they had like the first time they made out with a guy. Oh, and yeah. And it was really interesting for me to be like made the pants wet. I'm just thinking about like a man making like. The pants Juices. wet. Yeah. Like, that was really, as someone who's just haven't been around a penis in a long time. That blow your mind? It really just blew me. And That's that, kind of cute in a way that pee-pee get wet. But also, I was just like, <laughs> I, all I thought about was just like, just STDs. That's <laughs> really... Uh-huh. And well, in what way? Like, you were like... I just know um, people in high school are just like having sex. Like So it's like, when, before they really have sex, mm-hmm. they, they enter a little bit. And yeah. then... Like, once they really have <laughs> starting to have sex, they put condom on. And I think about yeah. those moments of no, entry. I, yeah, no, I have no cum. Yeah. yeah, no cum then. Oh, God. But, uh, oh, my God. wet. <laughs> this is a shocking place for my I mind. I couldn't to go. even, I can't even, I can't. I've been gay. You've for been around a penis, though. Forever. Yeah, but not to the extent that a lot of people have. Yeah. I've unfortunately done it to quite the extent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Engaged. Almost to the fullest extent. <laughs> or Ooh. even some could say not almost. Uh, but actually. But actually. Well, we can also discuss Allie. Actually, when I was talking to Allie about the podcast, she said you should discuss the thing that I talk about all the time. What's her now that high she school boyfriend? About it. No, not not her high school boyfriend. What's his name? We can't talk about him on here because I'll get in trouble. Oh. But his name oh, is... Oh, is it the sad thing? It, the, yeah, the sad thing of, yeah. of oh. queer people having... Or queer women oh. having sex with men as a form of self-harm. Yeah, I've, like, I've been there. Who ain't? It's a pretty Who real... Ain't? <laughs> <laughs> Who ain't been there? That's a com- Who ain't been there? Haint. <laughs> That should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Haint. Oh, yeah. okay. I kind of like Haint. Yeah. <laughs> kind of sounds like, like a name, too. Well, oh, not, oh it, little boy Haint. <laughs> <laughs> this is our son Haint. <laughs> it is Haint. a very like millennial child. This is my son Haint. And this I is our like... daughter Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been like so shocked. I think at the level I used to think I was so complex. Like I've been shocked at the level of pre cum. No, I used to think that um, my sexuality was a lot more complex, and I still like I I leave it. I I like to keep it agnostic. I don't want to put a full label on anything, but it is pretty interesting how homosexual. How homosexual and <laughs> and yet still there was so many years of engaging in heterosexual uh and for for reasons I I don't know. I we think, all we all do it. Yeah, we all do it. We all do it a certain amount. Um but I think there's also 
I think there is an element of like you want maybe it is internalized homophobia or a way to like punish yourself. I don't know, something very sad. Yeah. But I think there's also a lighter level of like um people go in don't necessarily feel bad. Well, no. yeah, that's no. but that's the thing. It's like they're mechanically people go in. People <laughs> go in not so bad, not so bad. Um, the mechanically it could be fine. Yeah. But I think there's like oh there's a level of like it's like I this maybe is nice but I, I don't like looking at you no. when it during it. Right. Or no. when it's occurring or Yeah, Adrian asked me the other day cuz I was like, well, I did uh, in my earlier 20s like I did experience like oh I wanted to have sex with men or I thought I wanted to have sex with men and she was like oh well did you want to have like meaningful sex with men and I was like no No, (laughs) but you didn't you weren't necessarily looking for meaningful meaningful sex with anyone yeah Yeah. but maybe that's part of the that's part of the thing and that's the tea and that's the tea like if you're if you're afraid of really being seen really being known the mortifying ideal of being known I think so many people don't are really uncomfortable with intimacy, mm-hmm. like in today's day and age. Me uh-huh. included. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Press the hate button. <laughs> we have like a radio DJ like, who, <laughs> ain't, who ain't afraid of intimacy? And that didn't really land like I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, this felt like a good time to take our first call. <laughs> first call. <laughs> we got Tanya on the line from... Costa Mesa. (laughs) Josette has the phone up to her ear. I felt like we were doing something like, um, I'm hanging up. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Bye, Tanya. Tanya. I just wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure if you wanted (laughs) one of us to be Tanya. You know what? Why don't we Let's, okay. I don't think we were yes anding enough for you. I I think we failed you in that moment. Yeah. Sorry. I just wasn't sure. I'll do it. Hank? <laughs> some reason, I thought you were going to say, this is a good time to take our first ad, but then you said our first call, well, this and that is really thing. took me through a loop. It, 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 <laughs> is this it? Are we having an advice section? It just kind of felt like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you, you know, we were like, who Hank done that? And we're like, ah, oh, let's see Tanya. who Hank. Tanya. <laughs> I had a question. Could you play this song and we're like, mm-hmm. Tanya's oh, Tanya. like, I, think, I feel like Tanya's question would be like, here's my question. I had <laughs> actual sex with all of my girlfriends when I was younger. Do you think I'm queer? This is, nope. That's Katie's question. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I just think about nope. I can, all the straights do that. I can tell from the sound of your voice that you are as straight as a pencil. <laughs> Proceed. That sounds like Proceed. another moment where we'd have like a button. The straighter, straight or not. Yeah. Straighter um, hate. <laughs> I, this also like, it was funny because yesterday Naomi posted on our Twitter, like, we're going Muna L, Muna LP3. What? what Y'all I, want anything? What? Okay. It's what was that? Mean. Yeah. Okay. So who made that and what does it mean? Who made it? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it'll say something like, I'm going. Depression. Does anyone need anything? Or <laughs> like, yeah. But a lot of people said, "Oh, I want more sad bops that I can dance to." 
Oh, I want Why more. Why are we so addicted to being sad? <laughs> Why are we so addicted to being Let's upset? call Tanya like, to find out. I feel like it, it can't be happy. I don't know how much of our fan base, like, they're, a lot of their shit. My experience has been once I had a reacceptance of gayness, a lot of things did get a lot easier. It's because mm-hmm. of the cum and pant. Cum in the pant, indeed. Oh, yo, yo. So it's kind of like, I don't know if I should go back. It, I'm not going to, but you know, sometimes I'm like, "Do y'all want me to stay sad?" In the dog place. You, uh, you want me to stay sad. You want me to stay sad, so I could be stay here with you. Sad you dancing want- little monkey, <laughs> clapping the symbols of depression in your face. I'm sure I'll go back there. <laughs> yeah, I'm headed there now. Does anyone need anything? Yeah, anyone to be honest, anything? once you have one little toe in the sad pool, <laughs> why not hard. take a big Yeah, dip. I feel like your foot go in, you're like. Ooh. <laughs> like it's kind of warm. Like, yeah, I really it makes me. What's the kitty sound? Ooh, the kitty. Yeah, from yeah. Uh, I talked to my therapist about that. The kitty. The yeah, from kitty big, from Big Mouth. Yeah, I love the kitty. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like it how it it when she has like acceptance at the end. It's a lot smaller. <laughs> oh, I love that show. Yeah. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Um, okay. No, I was thinking about antidepressants and like because of the conversation we had the other day. Mm. Of like, you know, it has been suggested to me lightly a couple of times. And I feel a big resistance <laughs> to it. And part of it, part of it is the f- normal fears of like, oh, I don't want to be out of touch with my feelings. Yeah. And then I think part of it is almost connected to what we were talking about at the beginning of this recording, which is like. Scared you can't get it up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Is that I actually would be a little scared about that because I, I feel like my libido too. is not off the charts anyway. So it's like I don't want to lose what I have. To be honest, mm. it's natural. The, what is depression? Does it's like you can't win. It's like if you're depressed, it's uh, that that's a problem. And then you take antidepressants to get less depressed, and but then I, that's still a problem. But the so thing is that little, I feel you know, what can you do? I feel annoyed. It's like I feel that part of my depression is that I wake up and I look at the world around me and I live in a in a part of the city where I see a lot of people who are experiencing homelessness who are in like dire situations I hear about uh really sad shit happening like all the time like I just the world is is not in a good place and I feel resentful that I'm being asked to just take a medication when I feel like it would be better if if the world was just better. How about the world takes a medication, honey, bitch? <laughs> How about the world gets prescribed something called, I don't know, decency juice? Um, a video I watched last night that I just had a, I was thrown back into this memory of a man who lived in isolation as a hermit for 27 years. What the and fuck? I think maybe that that when is... When you saw that, were you kind of like, hmm. Part of me was like, huh... 
weird to be alone for that long and like pretty crazy. And he would like go into the town and like go to, into these people's summer homes and steal all the food from their fridges. Wait, did and stuff. we watch like, a thing about this a long time ago? I don't know. Maybe there was like a there's like a doc. It was like on the Atlantic or something. There's like a doc about it. But part of me was like, he probably is happier than a lot of people because he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. It's, yeah, it's both. I mean, like I really do. Uh, I I have the constant. I I'm an isolationist. <laughs> I'd uh-huh. rather be alone. Uh-huh. But you are I, also constantly I'm constantly with lots yeah. of people. Well, yeah. I mean like maybe you're like socially well that, so I I I am obviously dissociating. Um <laughs> but like constantly obviously. when I when I'm like I I I go I also always used to think this way when I was younger I'd be like I just want to get a cabin and I just want to be alone. Like I just want to be alone especially when I'm depressed or anything I'm just like just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I do know that happiness is being with other people i mean like all we have in life is really just the relationships that we have yeah even if we don't like i don't love that yeah but it is just the truth it's like the the of the one year it's this all comes back to a fear of intimacy because like if you're you if you're an avoidant person in some ways i will consider myself an avoidant person i have traits of all i'm very um i contain multitudes but i think part of me is quite avoidant and i think avoidant people crave connection yeah but are scared of it so they shirk it when it comes to them shirked mm-hmm. so shirk word of the day haint it haint um, it haint- shirk yeah i definitely identify it's crazy thinking about how long you two have lived together you guys have lived together probably for as long well right now we kind of aren't and kind of are it's kind of it's confusing it's yeah most we've been apart yeah it, for, for a long time yeah for a long time i was time. also just thinking how much because i i think in the beginning of the pandemic it was kind of like it was it was also I think about this all the time because it was so scary. It was like raining in LA and everyone was panicking. Yeah, it rained forever. It rained that for, was crazy. Ever. It rained and it never stopped nuts. raining. Nuts. It was so wild and it, it 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 enhanced the fear of it all and it was just like get in the house. Like yeah. everybody just get in the house and Everything under the covers. Is different now. And like uh and, but I've also kind of been like locked down, quote unquote, but also like I living in kind of this weird like limbo space generally speaking in life but also like with a partner uh-huh. where you're like we don't want to live together at this moment in time but we because of the pandemic we are spending so much time together and that was very early in the relationship too it's weird i mean it's cool but i think of you guys good, as a success story definitely well that. we've also we also just realized that we we were already realizing that we really got on yeah. But I think be, having to do hard stuff and still being able to find fun things out of it was yeah. a good thing. Yeah, you either get brought together, you get driven apart, I feel like, yeah. doing this. Yeah, the hard buddies. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I have thought about the, you know, we a lot of us want to be alone, but then we realize that the, the fulfillment comes from being in relationship and having connection it's so weird how like contradictory it is and it may it makes me think about the bigger historical trends as well of like the 50s like invention of the suburbs and mm-hmm. and like the the vision of like being successful and having the right life would be having your own private plot of land with like a small amount of people on it you know yeah. Um. And having everything kind of like, I don't know, being able to meet your needs without having to interact with people, which I think is even more so now because like you can just 
order, order everything, everything to I you order on the grocery. Yeah, you, you know? order everything to you. Versus I want to like, interact. I, I, I want to interact with people, but I also really don't want to have like certain kinds of interaction. Oh, I'm I. Uh, that's the thing that I relate to you, that, and that's why we're so akin. Is that a social situation? Get me the fuck out of there. But people like I know intimately, I'm, in I'm fine. Yeah, totally. Or if like if I'm, I think I crave. And I talk about this in in therapy occasionally. It's like the the thing I miss the most is not necessarily like going to a big gathering. And like there are certain parts of me that haven't like died because of this. And it hasn't necessarily fundamentally changed my personality because I am kind of like I'm not the most inherently social being. But I do miss the kind of like uh exhibitionist like performance of living your life in public but uh-huh. not talking to anyone uh-huh. but of like I'm gonna go to the grocery store and put my little headphones in and just walk around and like you're like be the main character or, or like you're yeah or like you're yeah you're in, you're the main character you're in the airport but you, you're you're not that's the best you know what I mean you're yeah. like you're existing in these kind of like public spaces yeah but you're having a private experience in yeah. them yeah I really like that being yeah. or like you're at the movies alone and you're like, there are people here and we're all kind of having a shared experience because we're all watching this movie, but I don't have to talk to anyone or like during or, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's shit like that. Yeah. I mean, I think you guys have always identified with each other on the introvert, extrovert scale. Panic. And you've always Panic. seen me Panic. as different. Panic. Oh, it's because you are. I think you, I think <laughs> you need, I think you need more alone time than we do in certain ways. Yeah. It, it's but different. I, it's funny because you see different. me as an extrovert, but I'm the one of the three of us. Who's alone I, I don't most. live with y'all. Well, it's just yeah. a, no, but together. it's, you're still an, okay. You are an extrovert. You're still an extrovert because you get something like, sometimes I see you and I've seen you actually high off your rocker. Like I've seen your <laughs> eyes bulging out of your face from a conversation. Yeah. I, my eyes during a conversation are glazing to the back of my head. <laughs> Because I'm just like, get me out of here. Unless you're kind of playing some kind yeah, of... Yeah, unless I'm performing. Like, it only really works unless I'm performing and I'm doing a, 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 a stick. That has to be like 10 people around. One person around, I'm like, get me out of here. That can't... It, that's crazy. I just don't totally enjoy it. True. What about when you were meeting Kelly and you guys were talking? I was alcoholed. <laughs> uh, but, you that's know, you, you figure it out. You figure it the out. The Muno word for drunk, by the way, is alcoholed. We, we, uh, we, we, pee pee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's interesting because I almost always do feel at least a moment of dread before I have like those social interactions, but it's that I have learned over time that it's beneficial for me. And also like that, cause there was a period of time that I actually was questioning, uh, like some people probably know that we have a song on our last record of like. The, our song never was like I don't know if I like love. I think I've had enough. Wow, 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 wow. But I really was happy. But I really was kind of like I don't really know if I'm suited for romantic relationships. But I actually do feel that I have a um, advantage in in that I can connect with people on a deeper. Like I I can make a wider web of connections that work for me. Totally. Like I have like a couple of neighbors in my neighborhood that I'm like, I'm close with you. I'm going to give you banana bread. And That's like, you're going to call me. And, you know, we have that relationship or like the people that, or like the people that I garden with or Swag. whatever it is. It's like, I find way or people I roller skate with. It's like, yeah. I 
don't want to talk to them, but I know that it really does something for me that's important. And when I do it, I like it. See, I, when I do it, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I think it totally, But I need to go home I, and then sit on I the think couch. if I'm yeah. honest, I would be inclined to agree with you, but I think it totally depends on the on the person. I think yeah, it's like touche. Cuz like if it's if you're in a group if you're like in a room of new people, but everyone has a really cool good vibe not cool as in like they look cool but like if they just have like a vibe as that in doesn't like they make dress me, cool yeah as in they're wearing cool <laughs> shoes duh. that's that's no, no like if if they're like if they're if they aren't i think like if you're giving me anxious energy yeah i can't take it yeah like it's too I much. do think that y'all read if you're energy not, quicker and more effectively than oh, I do. For sure. I usually know instantly, and then I'll go back on it because it was like, we had fun. And then um, we'll find out the hard way after yeah. a little while. But then I'll go oh back and be God. like, it's true, though. Like, I'll know pretty fucking instantly if it's a bad vibe. I think that's so common that people have gut instincts about whatever, and then they just ignore it, and then it's like five years later. Well, it's just like, yeah, it's not yeah. even, it's just like, I don't, uh, I'm very, I'm very fast to, I'm just, I'm, you're even better, I think you're better at socializing than I, I even am. But that's because I'm an only just child and I don't, yeah. and I don't, uh, you, you I, I think to. I had to learn how to do it if I yeah. truly didn't want to like be actively a hundred percent alone, which yeah. I was a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I have spent a lot of the time in my life. Truly alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a, and I think like. Were you lonely? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Mm, lonely or alone? Because I think I did have, <laughs> I always, uh, I feel fortunate in that I've always been able to like make friends. Yeah, you, you're good at it. See, I don't make friends. My friends have made me. Yeah. Whoa. Dude. I, 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 I'm, I'm never alone. Yeah. I'm never alone. Constantly Ever. lonely. Constantly <laughs> lonely. I just, uh, yeah, man. I would just much rather like the, the. I just would rather I talk to a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's just where I'm at. I am starting to get that in an interesting way. Oh, it's it's great. Mm-hmm. I talked to the cat yesterday. Uh, I'm I'm house sitting a cat, and I really liked it. I was like, that's funny to do to talk to them. Yeah, you start yeah. talking to them, and they're kind of like looking at you because they know that you're talking to them, and you're like. <laughs> What a dumb experience I'm having with you. I know, though. You don't I understand mean, what the hell I'm saying. You just go, and then I'm just kind of I like, like uh-huh. when the cat talk back. Yeah, and you're like, mm-hmm. My dog will talk back sometimes, but she's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.